Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, September 21st, and we are glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, we are uh, welcoming those of you listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, Those watching on Facebook, those on the podcast, those on our radio app, and those on YouTube, uh, we welcome you today. Hope you're having a good day. I'll tell you what, we had a great day yesterday. We had the kickoff of our missions revival. Now, Sunday was mission Sunday all day, but last night we got to hear from Brother Lou Rossi, a powerful message. We got to see a missionary uh, video. Uh, The children got to hear one of our missionaries uh, speak and the uh, pastor's pals. It was just a great service last night. If you missed it, uh, I encourage you to go back and watch it. And then uh, be here tonight, seven o'clock at Victory Baptist Church here in Roanoke Rapids. We're on Bowling Road. If you've never been out here, uh, 2360 Bowling Road. We'd love to have you join us at seven o'clock for uh, our second night of our missions revival. And uh, I'm thankful for a church that cares about missions, a church that gives to missions, and I'm thankful for a church that prays for missionaries. And so I hope you plan to join us tonight. I want to say a happy birthday uh, yesterday. I did go back and, uh, and confirm, but it was uh, Gail Crawley. It was your birthday yesterday. And so a happy birthday to you. And then today, um, your daughter, Kaylee Insko. Happy birthday, Kaylee. And of course, uh, Matthew and Kaylee, they just had their baby. I say a few weeks ago, it's probably been a month now. It's hard to believe how fast time goes by. Uh, Caleb and Jennifer, their baby is two weeks old already. It's hard just to believe how quickly that time goes by. And then a happy anniversary today to Clark and Cricket LeMasters. I hope you folks have a wonderful day. Uh, talk to you about our missions revival tonight and tomorrow night. And then pray for tomorrow morning. We get to have our uh, mission uh, missions revival come into the school chapel. And we'll have a couple of our missionaries give a testimony by way of video. And then uh, Brother Rossi will be preaching to the uh, school chapel service tomorrow morning. And hope you'll be in prayer for that. Uh, let's pray for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for all of our missionaries. And uh, let's pray for a great, great day today. Uh, I want you to hear this song. This is a missions medley. That's what we'll call it. It's got several great songs all put together. Uh, But I think it'll be a blessing as we are thinking about and praying for worldwide missions. I hope you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, we will start today in Proverbs 19 with our Bible study for today. Find their way. 
Amen, and I hope that uh, that's our desire to uh, do all we can to rescue the perishing. We are uh, in Proverbs 19. For those of you listening on the radio, I think everything's fine. For those of you watching, I think we're having some issues with the video, and a few of you commented on that. Thank you. By the way, we want to know, so thank you for letting us know. Uh, if we can get that fixed, we will. If we can't, I will keep the audio going on Facebook, but we may just go ahead and just go to a screen uh, that's uh, not going to keep glitching so that doesn't become a, a distraction. You know, stuff like that will drive you crazy. And so uh, if we'll see if we can get it fixed. If not, we'll switch over to that screen. But Proverbs 19, I want to talk to you about uh, some thoughts. It's amazing how this uh, comes together. I, I put together uh, this series on Proverbs uh, probably about four or five years ago. And of course, we're just going through and, you know, some days we get further than others. But it just so happens on this Tuesday of Missions Conference that the first theme uh, that we're going to talk about in Proverbs 19 is stewardship. And stewardship, we often think about stewardship as uh, money, but stewardship is managing 
the possessions or the property of another. So if we say, hey, I want to be a good steward of what God has given me, we say, I want to manage well the time that God has given me, the talents, the treasures that God has given me, because those things don't belong to me. They belong to God, but he's given them to me and he's entrusted me with those things to use for him. Uh, So we see in Proverbs 19, verse number one, right away, it starts to talk about the poor. Better is the poor. So here being poor is not a bad thing if you walk in integrity. Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Notice verse number four. Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. Verse number six. uh, Many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. So there's a reference to wealth or to, to something that you are given. Verse number seven, all the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? And uh, we, we go on, verse number 14, it talks about having a house and having riches. And verse 17, it says, he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. Uh, by the way, if you ever lend something to God, I promise you he's going to pay you back and he's going to pay you back a whole lot more than you loan to him. Uh, verse number 22, the Bible says, a poor man is better than a liar. Amen to that. So let's talk for a few minutes about stewardship. And the book of Proverbs talks so much about money. Of course, it was written by Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, also the richest man that ever lived. And he was trying to prepare his son to say, uh, riches is not everything. Uh, Money doesn't solve all the problems. And so we see, first of all, this idea of stewardship. And everything we have comes from God. I hope you realize that. I hope you're reminded of that fact today, that anything that you or I have in life is all from God. You say, well, I worked so hard to get it. Well, maybe you did work hard to get it, but who gave you the strength and who gave you that ability and who gave you the mind and who gave you the job? And so everything we have comes from God. I want to say next, riches and having riches is not the goal. Did you know if your goal is riches, then you will never be satisfied because there will always be somebody that has more than you have. So riches is not the goal, but contentment is the goal. Uh, The Bible says uh, that uh, we ought to be content with such things as we have. First Timothy talks about those that desire to be rich and they bring upon themselves many sorrows. Uh, but uh, but uh, godliness with contentment is great gain. Contentment ought to be our goal. You see, riches and having riches is something that is relative. It, there's always going to be somebody. You, If you compare yourself with somebody else, you're not wise because somebody will always have more. Uh, somebody will always have something better. I remember uh, my best friend in elementary, I was talking to my girls the other day. I was telling them about him. My best friend in elementary school, his name was Mike, and uh, Mike, uh, he was an only child, and I remember uh, we were talking about this the other day, that Mike was the only the only uh, friend I had, the only child I knew in school and church uh, that had a swimming pool. I remember thinking, this guy, he and his family, they must be multi-millionaires, and they weren't multi-millionaires, but uh, I remember thinking, boy, Mike had this swimming pool, and he had nice things or whatever, and he was a, he was a nice guy, super good friend. But I remember one time uh, Mike came over to my house and we were talking on the front porch. And it's funny, the things you remember, uh, this had to have been from, I don't know, third or fourth grade, maybe. But I remember Mike told me, he said, you know, Jeremy, he was real, just real serious, just you could tell real down to earth. 
and he probably doesn't even remember saying this, but I remember him saying it because it, it, it caught me off guard. He said, you know, Jeremy, he said, I wish I had, and I was waiting to hear what he was going to say, you know, some nice thing or, you know, some, you know, toy or some gadget or whatever. He said, you know, Jeremy, I wish I had a sister. Can I tell you that about floored me? Because I was ready to give away a couple of mine at that time. You know how siblings can be. You know, you love them to death, but you fight with them. And sometimes they irritate you. And especially a sister. Oh, my. Let me tell you. And I've got four sisters. They're all younger than I am. I've got four sisters. Uh, and I survived. So that's a testimony to you out there that have uh, siblings. But I remember him saying that. And when he said that, it hit me. I, I thought, you know, there's a whole lot more to life than having money. There's a whole lot more to life than having things. And uh, I hope that you, you cherish the people that God has placed in your life. I hope you cherish the relationships. Uh, I hope you cherish the spouse that God has given you. Uh, I've, I've talked in the last couple of years to so many people who've lost a spouse uh, to death. And you know, one of the first things they'll say is they'll say, Pastor, uh, love your wife while you have her. Love those kids while you have them. And can I tell you, stewardship is not just managing our wealth, but it's managing our time. It's managing uh, the things that God has entrusted into our care. The Bible tells us that riches is not the measure of greatness, but integrity and character is what matters. And integrity and character is far greater uh, than the measure of your riches. We see the poor with integrity, verse number one. It is better to have character and be poor than to be wicked and to be rich. You say, well, I don't believe that. Why would you say that? Well, because God will judge wickedness. God will judge uh, a sin. And all that money is not going to help you when judgment comes. But it's better to have character and be poor than to be wicked and have great riches. Verse four, wealth maketh many friends. I will say this and remind us uh, today, but if a person is your friend because of your money, that person is not really a friend. Uh, don't be a friend for what someone else can do for you. Don't look for people and say, they could really help me out, so I think I'll be their friend. Be a friend not for what you can get from someone else, but be a friend for what you can give to somebody else. Says a friend uh, uh, is one that giveth gifts. And I think we ought to be giving and I think we ought to be kind to people. And I think we ought to be compassionate for people. But then it says in verse seven, the poor is hated by his friends and his brothers. Uh, don't ever treat people differently uh, because of what they have or because of what they don't have. Treat people because of who they are. Uh, treat people uh, for for uh, their character and treat people for uh, the fact that they are are faithful and they're godly and they're they're loyal and they're helpful and all those things. But don't treat people just because of the stuff they have. And then house and riches are the inheritance of fathers. I've said this before, but there are things in life far greater than a house. There are things in life far greater than riches. And uh, so be thankful for what God has given you that is far more valuable uh, than material possessions. It says in verse 17, uh, uh, he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. When you give to the poor, you don't give to the poor expecting them to repay. Of course not. They don't have anything to give back. But when you give to the poor, you are actually giving or lending to the Lord. And God has promised that he will be no man's debtor. God has promised that he will repay. Uh, when you give to someone in need, 
Uh, don't be, give it based upon what they will do for you, but give uh, as unto the Lord. And then verse 22, a poor man is better than a liar. I'd rather be poor and know that I at least tell the truth than to be rich uh, and be a liar. Just a few thoughts today on stewardship. I hope this will be a help to you, and I hope we will manage well the blessings and the things that God has given us. And by the way, God's been good to us. Uh, let's be good stewards of those things because someday we will give an account of our stewardship. Let's have a great day. God bless you, and let's live every day on the winning side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett. Face me on the